Yo, what up, what up? It's your boy Jay Sands, one fourth of the Reason Doubt Podcast. You checking out Eliminate the Doubt, hosted by me, the Supreme Pie God. Eliminate the Doubt, man. It's going to be a one on one interview series hosted by me, yours truly. We're going to sit down, get in depth with uh, different creators, different athletes, different producers. You name it, they're going to come on here. They got a story to tell. We'd like to know. We're just going to have conversations about their upbringing what motivates them, you know, just eliminating the doubt in any type of way. So uh, this episode one, we got the Hitman podcast hosted by Mo and Chris. You know, one of the best podcasts out there, if you ask me, where I go to to get my sports. Two guys out of Chicago, you know, talking about the NBA, NFL, baseball, you name it, college sports. You name it, they talking about it. They talk about the upbringing. Coming from Chicago, going to college together, and building that bond over these years. Check this out. You know me. I'm in the music, so we break down some of their music, some of their top fives, how music and sports collide, come together. It's a great conversation, very entertaining. I had a great time chopping up with them, too. Shout out to more Chris, the Hitman Podcast. If you're not subscribed, you're tripping. Subscribe right now. We're going to have the link in the bio somewhere. You know, you can check out Eliminate the Doubt on the Reason the Doubt podcast YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe to Reason the Doubt on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you subscribe to things, the Reason the Doubt is there. And also subscribe to my page, the Supreme Pie Guide on Instagram. You know, so check this out. This is my first episode of Eliminate the Doubt with yours truly, Jason. Give me feedback. Great comment. Just, let's chop it up, man. Eliminate the doubt. And always remember, just because they couldn't do it doesn't mean you can't. Peace out, man. Thank you for watching this. And uh, shout out to the Hitman Podcast for coming on and being my first guest. Thank you. Yep, yep. I appreciate you letting us, you know, come on your platform, man. We respect all the guys and yourself at the Hit, uh, Reason to Doubt Podcast, you know. So um, it's a pleasure to be here, bro. Most definitely. Man, you know, I'm just I'm just happy y'all are here, man. Shout out. Chris, what up? What up, boy? What's the deal? How you feeling, big dog? Mo <laughs> out here trying to come on the come on the shit cool and shit like that. Shout out to the Dowdy all over there going galactic. Appreciate you having us on, big dog. I knew you was gonna come with all that. Come with all that sauce, man. <laughs> yeah, man. We gotta support the homies. You feel me? Yeah, we this, can't this just come on here light. This bro right here for you sure. Feel me? All, we gotta we up. gotta come in. This is our man one thousand one my our man one hundred grand, bro. We gotta come in. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, absolutely. Crispy with the crispy camera and everything. They trying to show us up, Mo. Yeah, I'm trying to. You know how somebody be like, I'm trying to get like you. I'm trying to get like that's low man. key. Hey. It's like the low key. Hey, I'm trying to get like you, but for real, for real, that camera crispy as hell. I am trying to get like. Man, you. this ain't nothing, man. Sla sob sob la razzle dazzle. We had a, we had the first guest, bro. Like I told you before, we came on. When you go for a job interview, you can't come in a t-shirt, bro. You gotta come in a suit. Feel you feel you. me? So when we out here with the Supreme Pie God, that don't name, that name whole weight, bro. We can't just come out here light. I see yo, you got you got the you, the Bosky eye paint in the back. JCM's oh, already got the top MCs <laughs> in the galaxy bro, on top God. of you there. No, bro, please. The please no, I ain't got no Bosky eye, man. Shout out to shout out to my art teammate, <laughs> one of my good friends, Nuan, man. She make this old. If she, Nuan, what up, what up, girl? Shout out, man. It's, it's pretty old, but it's still it's still some heat. So 
Yes, sir. I like that background you got going on, Jay Sims. That's a, that's the homage. That's homage to the culture right there. Oh yeah, man. You know this 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 the regular the reason to doubt. You Love know, it. We got all people that we we admire. Inspiration to us in there. You know. You know, Absolutely. Big, big bump and everything. But uh, hey, man. Shout out to everybody that's watching. Everybody that's listening. This is something that we're gonna do. And uh, these are two guys that I really. I used to listen to a lot of ESPN, you know, Jalen Jacoby. And nothing wrong with none of them podcasts, you know. Great podcast. But I started listening to the Hitman podcast and ever since then, it was good who I go to for sports. And look, y'all my guys, but I know y'all got good podcasts because when I'm listening, I'm yelling back at y'all like y'all in the room with me. You know what I'm saying? That's how you know it's a good podcast. Yeah, it gets the people going. Yeah, you know, like Mo, he said he he. We're gonna get into it, man. We're gonna get into it. <laughs> oh shit! You got get his get like, his ass, get his ass, Sam. Get his ass. To, I would listen to some. I would listen to an episode today, fam. You gotta relax on my guy, Mellow, man. Like chill out, fam. Like, ah, I don't damn. Like, I don't like. I don't like the disrespect. You know that man in year eighteen still in the league. Don't you compare him to LeBron. LeBron an alien, man. You know what? You're right about that. I got respect for Melo, but you know, he did my team. He did my hometown team dirty, man. He, he chose the bread over winning chips a few years ago. Oh, you know, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, I'm still, I'm still a little salty. Yeah. I'm still a little salty from that. But other than that, man, I know he a legend, bro. But, but I, I like man. I like that you brought that up. Y'all hometown, you from Chicago. So yes, sir. we're going to start off. You're going to start from the beginning. You know, before we start to get into it, like how y'all started the podcast, I want the people to know a little bit about y'all. So like Mo, you go first. Like, uh, tell us like where you came from, your background and how you got here. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my parents are from West Africa. So they came here um, as immigrants and they just came, you know, with the American dream in mind. And, you know, I was their first, first born. So born in Chicago. Uh, just trying to make my way growing up, just, you know, cause you got, when you have foreign parents and I don't know if y'all, you know, you're foreign at all, but if you got foreign parents, you know that growing up, it's just a different way of life. It's different on all different type of levels, dog. Like they think that anything American is like ridiculously stupid or crazy. And I'm like, I'm here, I'm from it. This is what I was born in. So I think it's normal. So there was always that back and forth in the household, right? But uh, yeah, just growing up in in, in that dynamic, it kind of shaped me. It, it made me see two different worlds. So I was able to adapt uh, very, very young age. Grew up in the shy, uh, ended up, you know, doing my thing, ended up going to school. First person from my family to go to college. Really, um, I didn't, I felt growing up that, I think around the time, probably around the, my second year of high school, I was thinking like, yo, if I don't go to college, if I probably don't leave here and I love and I love the city and I'm actually I moved out to um, Calumet City. So I'm a product of Chicago, but I moved out to Calumet City. If you're from the shot, you know, that's like right out right outside the city. I mean, you know, Chicago got, you, you know, people say, oh, I'm from Chicago. And then they'd be like, oh, where, you know, and they'd probably be like, ah, you know, we're going to get into that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Check this out. Mm -hmm. 
Why y'all take that stuff so serious, dog? Like, I, I'm comfortable with it. Nah, fam. Nah, fam, dude. Well, I, I'm it's no fly zones. No fly zones. You talking about you? Look, right. I'm comfortable with who I am, right? Right. I, I'm from Alden, Illinois. You know, so I'm about 10 minutes from St. Louis, you know, right by East exactly. St. Louis. So I'm from Alden, Illinois. I claim the Midwest. I just claim the Midwest. But I grew up in a, in Aurora, Illinois. Like, y'all from Chicago, y'all know about Aurora. Right. That's why I went to grammar school and everything, yeah, right? So I might have this conversation with somebody from Chicago, and I'm like, yeah, I, I never say I'm from Chicago. I'm not that guy. But they do that. The, everybody I grew up with, they do that. I'm, uh -huh. like, yeah, I'm from Aurora. Y'all be making a, y'all be attacking me like, that ain't Chicago. Fam, I never said it would. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a real, no, it's a real thing, bro. Like, people really take that to the heart, right? And honestly, I'm not a, and then saying none of that, I'll say I'm from Chicago because my whole my whole life was in Chicago. If it wasn't for an incident that happened, which was due to gun violence around my neighborhood, we had that happened. My mom was like, "No, nah, we got a role." So she decided yeah. to give us a, at the time a better opportunity by moving us out to that city. But everything, you know, violence that just that's gonna permeate throughout everywhere. So yeah. honestly, at that time, I'm like, you know what? I gotta go to school. I gotta make something for myself. Uh, of course, we all like was chasing hoop dreams, and I'm like, "Yo, bro, I'm gonna, I'm going to the league." But yeah. man, the height, the height didn't really catch up with me. So I, you know, <laughs> reality, my reality was like, "Yo, I'm kind of smart, so I could do the school thing." So, uh, yeah, went out to school, man. Uh, went to Southern Illinois, close to you know Alden, St. Louis, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and I was doing my thing out there for a minute. Graduated. Uh, for a minute and I just wanted something different for myself. So opportunities brought me out to the West Coast. So right now I'm, I'm living in Oakland. I'm in the Bay, in the Bay area. So just loving it here, man. Mokley, uh, California. You already know. So, <laughs> so yeah, just trying to make the most of my opportunities, bro, especially in a year like this. Um, I mean, it's 2021, but ain't nothing changed. Ain't nothing changed at all. So just trying to make the most of my opportunities, man. And, I, and I'm blessed, bro. So that's, that's pretty much a little bit about me in, in a nutshell. Yeah, man. Appreciate that, man. Chris, I see, I listen to the podcast, you know, I'm a normal listener, but you're always talking about, yeah, I'm here, I'm there, I'm, yeah, I, go, I'm, I gotta go to the Brooklyn Nets game. So everywhere. Man, like, what, what you doing? Like, I, I ask you going to everywhere like that. Tell, tell, tell my listeners a little bit, like, back All then, right. like, what you do for a living. Straight up. So, so long story short, um, for anybody that's close to the circle, they know I work in sports. Uh, I've been in the sports industry since about spring of 2014. Um, yeah, about spring 14. Um, covering NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, college football, pretty much most of the big events. Um, I don't know. I kind of I, I like... People would say, like, you know, the slick hey man, bro, I'm trying to get like you. Like, how you do that? Da, 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 da. Um, I had a friend of a mutual friend of ours, uh, mine and Mo's, say something to me one day that was kind of it was profound, but it kind of pissed me off at the same time. He's like, bro, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get like you. I'm like, bro, it took <laughs> it took a lot, you feel me, for me to hey, be me. Shout out to Joe Jack. He got a saying when somebody say, Hey man, bro, I'm trying to be like you. I'm telling you, it ain't all this cracked up to be. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. It ain't, bro. It took a lot. It took a lot for me to be me. And, and just, just a quick synopsis about who I am. Born and raised West Side of Chicago, second to Quincy. 
grandma was from the west side. My daddy was from the west side. Went to Farragut. My mama was from the rest, west side. Went to Prosser. The high school not around no more. Uh, they went to Malcolm X College over there on the west side by the United Center. Uh, my daddy cut my mama off in traffic, smashed her car up. He said, you know, I got insurance. I'll pay for it only if you go on a date with me. And she was like, what is you crazy? Whatever, whatever. This is a true story. This is a true story. This is a true story. I'm trying to tell you. West side Chicago love story. Yeah. And so, and so she was like, man, he's like, the police on that way. I'm going to tell him it's your fault, whatever. So, boom, she agreed to it. Their first date, he took on a tour of the city of Chicago. He knew Chicago like the back of his hand. And they were stuck together ever since. You feel me? I was the first born, first boy. Uh, Played sports all my life, baseball, all-star, basketball, track, football, whatever, whatever, I did it. Um, got into boxing, karate. My daddy was just trying to keep us out of trouble, keep us out of the streets, because we grew up in a certain neighborhood where it was gang-affiliated, gang-related. Uh, but my daddy wasn't on none of that. My daddy was a highly educated man. My mama was working at Brock Candy, the candy company. Uh, and he tried to just give us a better life, you know what I'm saying? Grandma passed, she left us some money, so we was able to move out to the suburbs. Uh, from there, like, went to Grambling State, tried to walk on for football. Hurricane Katrina hit, you know, anything close to Louisiana was over with. So, ended up transferring back up to uh, Illinois, to SIU, Edwardsville, shout out to the E. Um, and it was a, like a quick transition, easy transition, because when I was at Grambling, no family, no friends, 13 hours from home driving, like, hated it. You feel me? When I got to SIUE, 40% of my high school was already there, their freshman year. So it was, you feel me? Like when I came in, it was like uh, like being traded back to your old team or being traded to a team that you went to college with your college teammates with. You know what I'm saying? Re reuniting with them in the pros. So anyway, I felt like I, when I got there, I was going to be, you know what I'm saying, just, just the center of positivity, the best I could be. And so... At the same time, you know what I'm saying, trying to make, make sure that I stand out. I never wanted to be the person that looked the same as anybody else. So, you know, I'm walking around with Jordans or whatever. I had a fake fur coat. You know what I'm saying? I had a grill from Grambling. Uh, Just trying can, to be different. Uh, can I tell anyway, you? Anyway, I, I want to cut this. I'm about man. to tell him. I'm about to tell him. I'm about to tell him. Yo, so I'm about, to, I'm about to tell him. So, look, so I'm coming in and, and I guess this is 06. 06 is like a special year for me. But this year is like when a new influx of kids was coming in that kind of set the university on fire. Um, back then, like the black community wasn't that, wasn't that deep at that school. And so it was like a real close knit fan, almost like an HBCU feel at a mm -hmm. white campus. Anyway, so we in the student center, we, we at the UC. Uh, and you know, I'm just trying to dap up anybody that look important. But I do, the way I show love is in a different type of way. So. I meet the prairie at the time they was called the Prairie Boys. It was Martin, Will, J.O., Murph, and this chubby, dark skinned kid, right? Wearing red monkeys and Nietzsche's and all that. So when I would greet him, I said, What's up, bro? You good? You need anything? You feel me? But I wouldn't just greet them like pause. Like I would grab the back of their head. You feel me? Like I would come in for a hug. <laughs> Bro, you know, hello. Let me let me explain it. It's like so. You know how I Go ahead. Yeah, that's where I got it from. He would do the Marlins shit, bro. But it was that's what I would do. I would do the Marlins. 
So everybody around, like, hey, bro, dude, cool and all, but like when he shake up with you, dude, why, like, why, bro, be grabbing niggas' heads? Like, what type of shit he be on? You know what I'm saying? I, I'm really like confused, bro. Got the fur coat, bro. Got the, bro, got the, the Detroit players on, and I'm like. Bro, like, where this dude, where bro from? I'm thinking this is the countryest dude I've ever met. Now, lo and behold, lo and behold, he's from the shy, you know what I'm saying? And from the uh, crib. I'm, not, I'm not even trying to, you know, steal your shine, but one thing about Chris that got us got us cool was they would throw all the parties on yeah. cam- off campus, like that off campus yeah. apartment, and they would throw all the parties like that wouldn't really get shut down off campus, and he would DJ. So he would be like, yo. We throw in a party, come early, it's gonna be packed. We show up, I'm talking about, I mean, I can talk about it now, but there's a hell of females there. I'm talking about fees out the door. Uh-huh. Like, I might have uh-huh. been, been in one or two you of them. Might have. You, you might have. You, know, you might have, have brother. Yeah. You, you might have, have brother. But yeah, so man. yeah, man. So yeah, man, that was, that was kind of the thing just when I got there to show love. I was already in a really good positive space getting away from you know, the, the previous situation at Graham. But shout out to Graham, you know what I'm saying? It was, a, it, was a, it was a great university. I encourage, I encourage all of our black, our young black uh, seniors to check out HBCUs. But anyway, SIUE was just a breath of fresh air. You know what I'm saying? They was already overbooked on housing at the campus. So I was lucky to, you feel me, get off campus housing. I My whole college career, even as a freshman, I never stayed on campus. I always had an apartment or something like that. But, our crib was the place to be. I'm talking about a, a two-bedroom townhome, a two-bedroom townhouse with 200 people coming through that bitch. You feel me? So right. from then on, man, like, yeah. And from then on, from then on, like, Mo and I kind of just been like this, bro. Like, we've been inseparable. We got, we just had developed the chemistry very early on. I kind of pressed it. I kind of was extra about it. Like, be my friend, be my friend, be my friend. But I really was coming from a genuine place. You feel me? Like, <laughs> and, and people saw that, like, yo, bro, you extra, but I understand. I like, I understand it. But from then on, bro, it was just everything from, you know, coming down the same fraternity to living together, traveling the country together. I'd have Mo out with me, you know what I'm saying, at work. So he's been on hardwood floors uh, at, at NBA games, he's been on NFL stadiums, been at NFL stadiums. And, you know, put some, you know what I'm saying? We put money in each other's pockets. It's just, we've been brothers from the very start. And yeah. so, so the thing about the what, Hitman, yo. No, go ahead, go ahead. I ain't, I ain't trying no, to No, I was going to say that just the, no, 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 no. I was going to say the thing about the Hitman podcast was it wasn't any pressure. And, you know, like living in the coronavirus, everybody kind of was trying to make a way or do something to kind of tap into their inner talent over this past year. And the Hitman podcast, we've been doing since we met each other. You feel me? We just ain't had microphones and cameras in front of us. We talk about sports. We talk about life. But we we go back and forth all the time. Respectfully, you know what I'm saying? We have fun with it. And then just our group of our, our group of friends, like, we both come from a sports background. We're both passionate about it. And not only that, but we have similar interests. It's just, it was just, it's just genuine, man. It's, it's chemistry. It's just organic. And... I was I was passionate about the idea. I know Mo's gonna be down to support. I'm like, bro, I want to do this show. I'm not gonna do it without you. You feel me? Like I I want to do it with you. I'm not gonna do it without you. You let me know what you want to do if you re- if you with it. He was like one thousand percent. Let's roll. And it's been moving and grooving ever since, bro. 
Yeah, you can hear it, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all two going back and forth on the podcast, you can tell y'all truly friends. And I think do a podcast with somebody, like, y'all y'all ain't got to be best friends, but y'all got to have some type of chemistry to do this, do this show. So, like, me and my brothers Straight on the Reason Doubt podcast, them is my real brothers. Like, you know, like, yeah. DJ Stino, like, I grew shout up. Shout out Stino. Like, yeah, shout out to Stino. Like, I grew shout up. Out what up, boy? You know, Stino and my Stino mama and my mama been best is best friends. They was best friends when they was ah. fourth grade, some kindergarten, you know. So that's my family, yeah. you know, Joe Jack, like KD, like these are real family. So it's like I might have better, I might have friends that I might be closer to or something like that. Family even, you know, but you gotta figure out the the team that works for you, you know. That can talk on the mic or whatever like that, but you could just hear y'all, y'all right. real friendship throughout the mic. You know, y'all go back and forth. Because I just thought about the story about me and Chris, and I wanted to tell it on the pod because it's part of how our story came together. Um, uh, we travel like people don't be knowing. Like, yeah, he worked for ESPN, but we also this the only dude that would come with me to go to games. Like, I'm like, bro, I gotta go see Bron. And at the front, at the time, at the time, MLK. this was when he came back to this is when he came back to Cleveland. Yeah, it wasn't weekend. I just got done, we just got done with school and everything, you know what I'm saying? And you trying to figure out life. But I'm all in college, I'm looking for Braun tickets. I'm damn, them shits is taxing. Ain't no way I'm gonna go see him in Miami. I'm trying to go see him in Chicago when they play in Miami. Can't can't afford it. But then I get a little bit of money in my pocket. Chris, I think at the time was living in New York. And I'm like, bro, ain't nobody trying to come with me to go see this game. Either I'm going to Golden State to watch the Warriors play Bron and the Cavs, or I'm going to watch them play in Cleveland. And lo and behold, the game on MLK came up. And this was uh, 2015, 2016, the year they won the championship. Mm -hmm. uh, they played on MLK. And you're going to remember this game when I get to it. Mm -hmm. So tell Chris, like, yo, you want to go? He's like, what's up? Buy the best, like, buy some really good-ass tickets, by, by the way. And I'm like, damn, well, we can't fly because we bought these good ass tickets. We just gonna have to drive, bro. So we, you know, grab a rental, grab a rental, drive from St. Louis all the way to Cleveland in the snow. It's snowing, <laughs> bro. Like cold as hell. We snow. But my mind, I don't give a fuck, nigga. I'm about to go see Brian and Steph. And, and at the time, it was nigga Steph Curry and Clay at the time. Like, yeah, bro, they yeah. was the 73 and 19. They was just had one, like 20-something in a row. They was, they was on. How did the fish grease, bro? So right, right. we get to Cleveland. We get to Cleveland. We see the big old LeBron, that, that, that big old thing they got in Cleveland, a big uh little wallpaper thing. Yeah, I'm yeah. gassed. I'm I'm talking shit to Chris, like, yeah, nigga. This ain't last year because remember they didn't have K-Love or Kyrie. Right. And I'm uh -huh. like, nigga, this ain't last year. Everybody in Cleveland, you can hear them saying it too. We had walking up to the game. This ain't last year. No, this ain't last year. The fans is going crazy. We sitting right behind the DJ. The, the the energy is crazy, bro. Stephen A. There, everybody there. This nigga done bought a, this nigga done bought the Kyrie jersey, all that shit. He was in the mall <laughs> earlier that day. Nigga, we 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 kicking it. We big dog kicking. I'm excited, he's nigga. Big shit too. I'm talking. I'm capping. I'm talking big boy shit, nigga. David Black was the coach. That was David Black last game, bro. Yeah, that yeah, was the yeah. game where the Warriors blew them boys out by forty. I, like was I, to say, I think they beat this shit. <laughs> <laughs> the bro, they didn't miss a shot. They didn't yeah. miss a shot. Bro, I'm sitting right there, dog. This little white, this white dude from New York is sitting next to me talking to me the whole time. He's trying to talk me through it. I'm pissed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, that's full ass. That was, uh, 
the motherfucking uh he said he has season tickets. What's finna give us yeah. uh tickets we, to we the game and shit. And shit? But this nigga, I can't I can't hear nothing, bro. I can't hear nothing. Cause I'm watching these boys out here getting getting blown out by 40. I don't, but more importantly, I'm mad that I spent all my damn money on this ticket to this game to watch a blowout. I'm pissed. This nigga next to me the whole time, smiling, laughing. Every three that go in, this nigga laughing, dog. <laughs> I'm bad as hell. Then we saw Brian sit on, we saw, I was like, gee, what is that right there? Brian is sitting in the coach seat talking to Teron Lou. Like that, that was when, I don't know if you remember that. When Brown was sitting in the seat, he said he was sitting in the coach's seat and went while Black was coaching. Like Black didn't even cook. And Black knew though, he didn't even come back and sit down. He didn't even come try to sit down. Brown was just sitting there because it was a blowout. He was sitting there talking to Tyron Lou. The next day when we left, got his ass fired. And they won, they won the championship later. That they won. So, it was great. but you, you, you leaving out the best part though. You leaving out the best part. Oh, it's two parts. So, one, on the ride back, this nigga Mo's driving and he fucking. He's driving, trying to speed back to the crib and runs out of gas on the highway. I'm knocked out. And this, <laughs> this is the same weekend. This is the same weekend that Meek dropped. Uh, um, this was like Meek, his first uh, little shit out of, out, of the, out of prison, out of the probation shit when he was with Nikki. That four for four when he had... Um, uh, War pain and shit on him and stuff like that. Uh, how does shit go? Uh, pray to the God, I don't get the feds, in the feds, in the feds. Pray for these niggas that most of them dead. And all of them dead. Fuck that shit was hard, right? So boom. <laughs> yeah. This nigga runs out of gas. He goes and gets some uh goes and walks to the station and gets some gas, right? While we, I guess, on the drive home, I get a fucking email from my lead from work. They're like, yo, the Warriors are playing the Bulls on Wednesday. The game we went to was Monday, MLK Day. The Warriors are playing on Wednesday, and we're short. Uh, because everybody's out of town. Do you know anybody that wants to come in and day play for us for the game? I'm sitting right next to this nigga like, bro, you want to work the game? Like, what's up? He's like, what you mean, work the game? I'm like, I, we got, I got a Bulls game on Wednesday. Come fuck with it. Nigga, this nigga makes the money back that he spent on the Warriors yeah. ticket working yeah, the Bulls true. game, right? That's true. That's true. What? what? But Chris, I got, some I got a question for you. You being really in the media, you know, you are... At these games, you close to these players. How do it go? You don't never worry about like I listen to the podcast. Y'all might be talking about uh, Paul George, his <laughs> bum ass Paul George. You know, like you never worried about nothing like that. <laughs> I mean, that's why I like oh. the podcast because you never hear uh, uh, like you ain't gonna never do that. Hear Stephen A. saying he a bum, like a bum ass nigga. Like you know, like you never hear that. You never hear Skip or uh, Shannon say something like that. And you don't never think about that. Like don't think that niggas gonna catch him, catch him out, catch him out of two. Oh, ain't you that ain't you that cat that be yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's a good question. I need to yeah, this. check it I out. Ask you this. Check it out. I am from the west side of Chicago. <laughs> don't let the college education, don't let the family image, the goofy exterior, the personality fool you. I wish somebody would step to me and tell me they got a problem with me being me. You feel what I'm saying? I'm I'm good wherever I'm at. I'm good wherever Bro, I'm at. I, I'm straight. I feel you. That's why I want it, man. Y'all really, you two niggas is legends. Like, y'all grown, y'all made it out of Chicago Damn. alive. Damn. Like, <laughs> That shit Damn. Is not easy. God is real. Damn. God is real. Now that you put it that way, if you put it God that way, kind of. Damn, I ain't even look at myself as a legend. You, you I'm, know, I'm gonna you have to start talking like, different. 
we go like we in St. Louis, you in Chicago. Like I go to Chicago all the time. You went we in St. Louis, like it's dangerous, but when you grow up Straight in there, up. it's just it's normal, but at the same time, that shit ain't normal. It, it's not, it's not, bro. And let me tell you, um, I've had the I guess you're gonna say the pleasure of having both experiences, right? I lived in um Chicago, and by the way, there's Chicago. And then it's the west side of Chicago. That, that's just different. I ain't gonna lie. The west side is <laughs> Chicago, and then it's the west side. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. It's like, yeah, that's just different. Different part of, of life out there. But I had the pleasure of living in Chicago and St. Louis. And I'm gonna tell you this I don't know if people, I mean, if you don't know St. Louis, but I almost yeah, think that maybe because it's smaller, because it's a smaller city. Yo, yeah, St. Louis is wild as hell, dog. I'm no, not gonna. The thing, the thing about St. Louis, it ain't nowhere like to get away. Like, mm -hmm. I ain't gonna lie, y'all been tripping too. But like, it, you might go to Chicago, somebody, it, you might meet a nigga that never even been downtown. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Chicago's so big, like they Straight might up. not leave the hood. But like in St. Louis, Straight up, it ain't big enough where you are gonna be like, I ain't never been over there. Like, you can go down to the Galleria, you know, but uh. It's different out there, Jay. Everybody's positive, man. You know, uh, we ain't we ain't we ain't on it. Let's not promote that, right? Now. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, we we all legends in our in our own right. Exactly, oh, yeah. exactly. Yes, sir. Y'all not actually on the reason that podcast on the set. One day, when all this Corona over, we will be sitting down and y'all gonna talk some shit with the whole crew. Yeah, we pulling one thousand percent, right dude, now. Dog. Hell yeah, you know, but. I like to ask this question. You know, I'm in, I'm in, y'all cover sports, and you know, reason that sports coming soon, but we, I'm in the music, you know, like I like to, I like to just to, to discuss the culture, the hip hop culture, the music and stuff. That's and cute. one of my things is I like, I feel like when you get somebody's top five MCs, you, you can, you know, a lot about them from the jump. You kind of can feel the vibe of the person. So even like, I might be entertaining a young lady or something like that. That's in my past, just get that understood. But you know, you know, I might ask them about their music and stuff like that. Just if you just meet somebody, I just feel like they top five or tell a lot about it. So I need this from you straight, two, straight Mo up. and Chris. Straight to it, huh? Yeah, that, that's, that, we just need that. Already. Go any further. Woo. Uh, who you, Chris, you want to go first? Or I mean, I kick it off. I can't. I'll take it. That's cool. Nah, go ahead, kick it off. That's go ahead, cool. You said you got your five? Yeah, go ahead, kick it off. So when I think about top when I think about top five, bros, it's a few um, I guess categories that that sum up the total package for me. It's the difference between being a rap star and being an MC, right? But when we talking about the total package, you gotta think about stage presence, lyricism, delivery, flow, right? Right. So those things can elevate one person and somebody is already up there. It may bring them down a notch. But when I think about the four or five like intangibles that you have to have to be a, a true top five MC, it's really not tough for me. I go Biggie, Pac, Hove, Snoop, Ross. Those That's are my order. top five. Some people... No, no, not in any particular order, but those are my okay, top okay. five. That's like my Mount Rushmore with a fifth, right? You could okay. you could throw in Wayne. You could throw in, you Just could take your, out, your like five. some people going to say like yeah, the, modern, the modern hero. Yeah, yeah, some people might say Drake, but those are my top five. 
And they, and they pretty much all in the same era with the exception of Ross. Hove, Big, Pac, Snoop, Ross. That's super solid. Um, bro, this top five, like, it's so, you know how many rappers there is, bro? For, us to, <laughs> for me to say my top five is kind of crazy because one day, I had his top five, and next week you asked me what's my top five, and See, I have and that, but that's the, that's answer, the beauty, bro. That's the beauty of it. Like, you know, I'm asking you your personal top five now, like how Chris is broken, okay. like the, like- His criteria. Like he was talking about the definitive top five, like who, we might put some names in there that like we necessarily might not listen to every day, but they like, that he's, right. that, he's that guy, you know? But right. this is just your personal, so. Don't 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 kill yourself over it. You know what I'm saying? No, like no no problem, G. And and I'm gonna do this. Though. I'm gonna do this though, bro. I'm gonna give you my top five that I feel is less in my on my all time top five personally. And I'm gonna give you who the who my top five as of right now, like okay, current day, because okay. it's a yeah, little different. Good. I want to hear that. I want to hear that. I all right. So I'm gonna start with my top five all time. This is no particular order except for number one. That's whole. I mean, just get that out the way. Hold number one. Uh, and then in no particular order, I'm gonna go with Wayne. And my and my criteria is just like, Wayne's run in hip hop is almost like Brown right now in year 18. That run was, cr- in my, in my opinion. He couldn't resist. He couldn't resist. Could, you know Throwing him in there. Oh, oh my God. But, 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 but Wayne run, I don't know, bro. Ray Run to me um, was crazy. So I, I, he cracked my top five. It was between him and Ross, and I, and I put him there. I put him. I put Wayne. So got Wayne there. I, I got in my personal top five is Nip. And if you know me, I've been listening to Nip since you know, not like people like oh mailbag money. Nah, bro. I'm talking about Blue Laces One. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking. Yeah, yeah. Nip got so many different projects. Like, but he. He just speak for he speak for anybody that got a dream and want to fulfill it and see the and like going through the ups and downs. It's just somebody you see for him, me. You see him, right? Oh, I right see you, there. man. I see you, bro. That's I see my you. guy. I got, you know, I got a dope ass painting that's not framed yet, but it's gonna go up. So next time we do this, if we do it on here, you are gonna see it. But uh, Nip, and then for me, a lot of people don't like to call him an MC, but he is, bro. Drake is Drake is there. Drake, you gotta put Drake in there. You can't tell the history of hip hop and not put Drake there. And that's just that's just my my opinion. And then who did I say? I said Hove, Nip, Drake, Wayne, Wayne, Wayne. And then for me to round that out, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Cole. That's just me. So top five. Oh, yeah, Hove. I mean, yeah, my top five. You know what? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me switch that. Biggie. Biggie for me, Biggie, and that's because when I first started li- liking hip hop, Biggie was the first person that you know I was hearing all over the place. And to me, his albums, even though he had what two, Only two, two, al- two albums, two albums was you know they was heat. So I'm gonna go Man. with that. Kanye West rolling over in his grave, dude. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. There's so many artists, bro. But but now I'm gonna go to my <laughs> right now. Let me tell you who I'm I'm rocking with right now. Like my top five currently. Uh-huh. First and foremost, Benny the Butcher, Conway, Griselda, them like bro, they in my top five. Hard. They body and everything. Yeah, this, 
There's some Griselda merch I got. Big yeah, merch, sir. big merch. Buffalo. <laughs> they, but that's why they body and everything from how they roll out their albums. They consistent. They, 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 that consistency that they have is going to put them on a trajectory to just keep, you know, keep going. And so I got them two there. And then you got to put Lil Baby there. Mm-hmm. Lil Baby had a, he got a hell of a run. Uh, my personal fra- favorite, and I'm glad he's starting to get the recognition that he deserved, Freddie Gibbs. Mm. So I put Gibbs there at number four. And then rounding out my top five, uh, right now, <sighs> damn, my top five is crazy. Drake is in that top five right now still. Every time he drops, he, he ain't missing. Yeah, he put a little something, something out. He still, he still so, ain't missing. So I like I liked how you ended it with Drake, you know, because, you know, like I said, I'm into the music and um, y'all cover sports. And I'm about to, I'm about to tell y'all like a couple comparisons to. We're gonna use basketball, basketball players to athletes. Y'all, let me know if I'm valid. I like it. Yes, let's do it. So how you just said, Lil Wayne, you compare him to Brian. Now, I saw first with Lil Wayne, right? So no, I'm gonna start back. I'm gonna start with Hov. I look at Jay Z, like he Michael, like he Mike, the goat. Right. Look at little little Wayne, Kobe. You know he ain't got you know, R.P. Like like Dean. R.P. I like it. We got. Am I valid with those two so far? That's pretty on like point. It. I like those comparisons okay. so far. I like. It. I like. It. Drake. That's Brian. Okay. Most hated. Okay. Okay. The most hated. Dominated. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying. I- Switch it up, switch it up a lot, switch up the flow a lot, switch it up a lot, end up trying to get, he need more help, he need help all the time on albums, he getting features all over the place, I like it, cool, don't got as many championships as he should, I like it, keep going, keep going, we got Lil Baby, that's John Morant. Ooh, that's a good, that's a hell of a comparison right there. Little baby yeah. is John Moran, because John See, Moran is a like So so we got so we got Hove, right? Whether you think Jay-Z is the greatest rapper of all time, right? I mean, whether you think whether you like his music or not, right? When you look at what he's done in music, like creating trends or just dominating the game for that long and stuff like that. It's the same thing as Mike. You might think LeBron is better. Like you, I'm, like you might, like LeBron, I compare LeBron and Drake because LeBron's gonna break every record in the book. You know what I'm saying? Facts. But Facts. the greatness of Michael Jordan is always gonna hunt him. He, he, even if he wins six rings, he won the six rings this year. Oh, you didn't do- I'm gonna help you out. I'm gonna help you out. I'm gonna help you out with it. So it's like, it's I'm like help- that. No, that's why the comparison is Drake. Like you think Drake, be, you think Drake be feeling that? You think Drake be feeling that heat? Like no matter what I do, people would never put me on the same For level. So one thousand percent. Never put him on the same level as Hov, Pop, Big. I, I think Drake. I think Drake know that. But but it's a generation of younger people that feel like Drake is the goat. Just how it's, it's, a, it's a generation of people that think LeBron is the goat. And they and numerous a lot of those people never they, they wasn't there to feel that that Mike when Mike was winning the championship. Let me help you out with it. Let me yeah. help you out with it. 
the same way that Mike has transcended basketball, like Michael Jordan is bigger than just Michael Jordan, a basketball player. That's the yeah. same way Jay-Z transcended rap music. Like Jay-Z is not just a rapper anymore. You feel me? Yeah. Jay-Z's a mogul, a businessman. He's been an executive, a president, an owner, and he's gone in the, he's gone with Rock Nation sports, right? Different divisions. That's the same way Mike is doing with Team Jordan, with, with the Quad 54, with the motorsport, with, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so I, I like what you're saying there, but then I'm like, what y'all see Bron doing? It's the same thing. Drake I is mean, transcended. Drake is transcending rap Drake music, but he's still not gonna get that cachet. Yeah, he did all that too. But it's the same. It's the same argument. Drake will never be Hove, and Bron will never be Mike. It is what it is. It like is they, what, and you know what? And you know what? I believe that, and I'm one of those people that think no matter what Drake do, Drake cannot overtop Hove. Right? I'm one of those people just because of all the things that y'all been saying. Uh, but sometimes I tend to not put Drake in a rapper category for some. I just feel like he's bigger than rap itself, no, right? It ain't that. It it's because yeah. he don't write his own, all his rap. And, and he's also, sensitive. And, and, sensitive. And, and I'm glad I, I'm glad you said and, that. And lazy. I'm glad you said that. When people see, like, we see this in hip hop where people are like, yo, Drake don't write all his rhymes, this, that, and the third. But there's a lot of instances of rap history where these rappers have been given reference tracks, reference bars, and they ran with it, including Jay Z, including I, Wayne, including Ho. When including is when when Jay Z rapped a whole verse that somebody gave him? He's never done that. He's never not right. nah, He ain't never now. Nah, he ain't never did that. But, that but so Drake so that's where things and and because but because of that. I cannot, you're right, because of what happened, what transpired in that, and I heard that whole verse, and I'm like, damn, he said that verse word for word. So I'm gonna give you another one. That's the difference between like all those people, like, cause yes, ghostwriting is the real thing. And and I I don't care, like it doesn't make me a difference. I love, uh, I love Puff Daddy, I love Dr. Dre. Like Mm -hmm. love him, like even Snoop, I love Kanye. But you can't, you can't say you top two and you not two, like you know what I'm saying? You can't talk that talk. And you're not writing. You, I like you hearing you it, the words out my mouth. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you an, this other. This another point though. It's a perfect comparison when you talk about Drake and Wayne, right? There are aspects of Bronze game that he is lazy in, complacent in, and has not refined or done a lot of work in terms of making it perfect. The same. Same thing can be said about Drake. We have never gotten a full hip hop rap album from Drake. All the way through. He's not all doing all the way through. Even with the mixtapes, at some point there's right. It's too late. It's too late for that. The same way. The same way. It's too late for certain parts of Bronze Game to be refined and get to the point where all right, this top five all time. Like he's the best at free throws. He's the best at three point shot. He's the best passer, whatever, whatever. The stats don't matter. The stats and the billboard top tens or the top number ones are the same thing. The championships and the Grammys are the same thing. But when it comes down to it, it's certain aspects of his game and it's certain aspects of Drake's pin game that are not ever going to get to that level because it's too far past the point of no return. And then Man. you got to look at then, then We're going to get off of it. But, uh, that's crazy. But here goes the thing about uh, about Wayne and Kobe. That's the thing. You got a lot of people that uh, still never give Drake over over uh, Wayne. 
number one. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that's like that's Drake OG, and that's the same thing with Brian and Kobe. Like I kind of feel like yeah. that. Like, damn, there ain't really nothing that Brian could do. You'll never beat Kobe to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just I, I got Kobe. He's gonna be there even before he dies. Like, I can't put you past Kobe, my nigga. Like, you learned like Kobe uh, OG. Like, it's almost like that, but. You know, you know, I'm a, I'm I'm one of them, I'm one of the Brian guys, and I and I understand where everybody coming from, and I've had the pleasure the of Brian watching wa- watching watching Mike, watching Kobe, respect him, but for me, I have never ever ever seen somebody like LeBron James. We, I mean, you guys a thousand, you I ain't never seen it. I ain't never seen it, yeah. bro. Like so, you could talk about his free throw shooting all of that. I've never seen that shit. So let's, for let's me, go, let's I, go. You, let's transition into yeah, it. I, I I get it. All right, let, let's let's go into this. <laughs> As I listen to the Hitman podcast, it's 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 evident that you love LeBron James, and I love the way Chris <laughs> like he gives LeBron his credit, but but he be giving you that fam relax, like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I like I know I LeBron it. is LeBron, mm-hmm. just like you know, and I kind of be feeling like that. I'm a Laker fan, you know what I'm saying? I I, I used to be a LeBron James fan, and I'm gonna tell you. When LeBron James playing Detroit Pistons, the year they went to the finals, and he was in Cleveland. When that man scored like 27 in a row and shit like that, to this day, that's like the greatest basketball game I've ever seen in my life. I watched right. that. You know I watched that in my dorm. In my dorm. I remember, I'll never forget why I was at watching so, that. Crazy. At that point, though, like from LeBron, like high school, in the league, like I was a LeBron fan. I'm like, he the one. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga is legit. When I used to watch that man, like, like choke, like you know what I'm saying? Like I she used to irritate me. Like, I'm like, damn man, like he 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 right there. They got number one record in the league two years in a row. He right there. Like all he do is gotta they might just need one more piece or he just gotta do this, do that, and they're gonna make it. When that man went to Miami fam, like that shit it, it changed. Like I'm like, oh no, like that ain't my guy no more. But mm-hmm. I respect it like he because it's it's just like Kevin Durant. I, th- I think Kevin Durant is the best basketball player in the world right now, like to this day. And I think he's been the best basketball player since like he won the MVP. I ain't even gonna lie. Like in 2014? I think he was the best basketball oh, player. I'm, I'm gonna let you get it. All right. First of all, that man has no flaws in this game. Like not one, you know what I'm saying? Not, he don't have a flaw. But this is the thing, at that time, you. I, I'm mad at Kevin Durant for going to Golden State for the same reason I'm mad at LeBron. Bro, you good enough to do that shit like on your own mirror. Like you could have figured it out. You know what I'm saying? Right. That, that's why I, I respect Giannis. Because Giannis, yeah, you gonna he gonna lose to Brooklyn and stuff like that. Giannis gonna probably get a ring though one day. It might be when he's 32 though, but he gonna have that's to like figure it out. And that's what the greats do. They're gonna figure it out with what they got. So that's when I kind of like you fell out with LeBron and that's the thing I respect LeBron but it's always like you taking the easy way to the championship like you know what I'm saying but you gotta respect it this it's like Tom Brady the GOAT this man is in his 10th Super Bowl like you know what I'm saying like that's crazy like LeBron's in the final every year but at the same time it's like bro you you was good enough you could have you could have been unquestionably the GOAT like you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but like, he took I, like, so, a cheat code. So I I like I I like what you're saying, I, and what you saying, what people say about Brown to me is valid, right? 
Um, but just to make it quick, it's to me, I don't give it whole a lot of things with so much weight as people do. So what I mean by that is, think about it. At age 16, you got you got a sports, you got a what uh what is it, the ESPN cover at 16. I'm like, that's how I got introduced to him. We was younger, like, who is bro? Like, who is this dude? Start, you know, this is before media really. You gotta kind of watch TV to see who this kid is. And then, like, you know, we watched them. I'm like, yo, I've never seen nobody like that. Then he goes to the NBA. And now, in those first, what I would say, those that first thing in Cleveland, to be honest, he never faced any adversity. There was nothing that happened to him in that first thing in Cleveland, except for that last year or that year where they should have beat the Orlando Magic, which in watching the game, they wasn't gonna beat them. Them threes, like that, they wouldn't win. They wouldn't, and like they should have won. They should have won that series. They should have won that series, but they didn't win it. It wasn't nothing that to me, even though they lost, there was no adversity there, right? There was nothing that he had to really like that really put him under the microscope of being scrutinized. Kobe, though, Kobe, what, what was it? Year, year, what, two? Year, year two? Instantly had some adversity, got in the playoff game and shot them air balls, right? Instantly put him under the microscope, like, bro, you not like that. And he went through that early. He was able to get over that early. And then we saw what happened afterwards, and it was straight domination. Bronze adversity came that first year in Miami. Like wild as hell to say, it came that first year in Miami. Like that, all that looking like a deer in headlights. Like I almost stopped being a fan when I was watching that Dallas series, bro. Couldn't believe what I was seeing. Like you could literally see him shrink. And so I was like, damn, that was the first time you ever seen him look like that. But well, after that, I'm well, well, in my opinion, in my opinion, that's the first time I seen him look like look, 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 look even in the time, look, impossible, listen, bro. no, no, but peep this, peep this though. You even said it's gonna be short, fam. No, but even in the times when he lost, no, fam, but look, even in the times when he lost, right? Even when he lost before that Dallas series, if you go look at his numbers, you'd be like, bro, how the hell a dude on this team average this all these damn stats and lose? So when you say like yeah, he had times where he didn't play his best. Yeah, but that Dallas series was just unlike any other. But after that, in my opinion, when he came back to Cleveland, it seemed like he hit another level. Like, all right, I understand what I bring to the game. And Brian is always going to be better than people because he like 99, 99, probably smarter than 95% of these players. He just plays smart basketball. See, but the thing about LeBron, like, I, like his greatness, yes, he is great, but it's, it's the things he does on the court. So like you talking about them stats, man, I'm like, yeah, he got he got 32, 14 and 12 and they lose. Bro, if you would have probably shot the ball just six, eight more times, like mm -hmm. either one. Like, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. it's almost like he's trying to be this robot ass basketball it's player. A robot. Instead, of just, <laughs> instead of just like, fam, I'm just gonna, I'm a, we're gonna lose on me. Like if we're gonna, we gonna win on me, we're gonna lose on me. And it's like he do he always trying to make the perfect play. And I'm a Laker fan. I will never be a fan of people that play like that. Though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you've seen me hoop before. Like, yeah, I know. You you gonna you gonna jack it, you gonna jack. You gonna yeah, shoot like we that. gonna, gonna shoot gonna, to your like, arm if fall I feel off. like I'm the best player out here, like we're gonna win shoot the ball of my of my decision or some shit like that. And that's just what it is. But but Chris, you can you can yeah, wrap right. up the LeBron talk for us. No, go. I, it, I think that again, I, I'm gonna wrap it up real fast. It's those comparisons you made 
are starting to crystallize and be more and more like spot on. The same way you said Kobe had adversity early on, Wayne had to become the face, the spearhead of cash money because BG, Juvie, mm -hmm. all of them left. Right. So he faced exactly. adversity early on in his career, right? The same way we're talking about Bron not having no adversity when Drake came in from so far gone all the way up to now. It was the the role was laid for him. He came into Cash Money, Young Money, him along with help, always Nicki Minaj, Tiger. They all was on fire at that time. Say what you will about them, but they was the Chris Bosch and Dwayne Wade, uh, Young Money, Cash Money. You feel me? So those comparisons are spot on. Again, I, I already said this on, on the show, bro. I, I, I don't not like LeBron. I don't like the fact that from the very beginning, everything was handed to him. He was Ooh. already crowned the best. Oh man, I gotta sit back. Go bro, ahead. I'll let you talk, fam. Go ahead, talk. Oh my, <laughs> it's, 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 go ahead, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. See, I'm, I'm thinking we on the pod, bro. Let him get it off. Let him get off. We talking. We talking from the Hummer days up until now, bro. Yo, he's gonna be the best thing smoking. He's gonna be this. He's gonna be that. Da, 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 da. And then he's never held accountable. He said they was gonna win eight championships in Miami. They came away with two of them things. One of them, one of them, they got saved off of it a lucky matter. shot. It don't matter. Robert Orr said Kobe. One of them got saved off a lucky oh, shot. Lord. And oh, then the Lord. other, and then the other one, they was up against the baby thunder. When they came into, when he came into the situation with Cleveland, he's like, I'm not promising nothing, right? I'm not promising nothing. That's a built-in excuse. So you're going to under-promise and over-deliver. No, no, he, bro, bro promised him a ring. He said, I came here to, for one thing only, to get y'all a ring. And he did it in two years, bro. Like, I see, in my opinion, bro, I respect it. I respect what y'all saying. I respect what y'all saying. But I think that for somebody to have those type of expectations on him, and then you look up now, and bro, in my opinion, has that's shattered right. those expectations. Oh, you can't say you chasing Jordan. You can't say you chasing Jordan to get swept in the finals at two points in your career. You can't say that. Do you the only twenty three that matters? And you trying to get your jersey retired in three different arenas, at three different shows, three different teams? And you what? What is he now? Four and seven? Four and nine in the finals? Bro, stop <laughs> devil, it. Stop play, play it. Devil's advocate though. Sims, 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 Sims. If he goes to ten finals, right? And let's say he wins it. That's five finals in 10 years or five finals in 10 appearances. That's 50%. That's an F last time I checked, bro. 50% is a failing grade. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Mike is six for six. That's an A plus in any situation, in any city, on any test, in any class. Stop talking to me about Bron being one A. Bro, God damn it. Look, LeBron is great. But he's not Michael Jordan. He will never be Michael Jordan. He won't sell us shoes. He's not gonna, gonna put be a, put a pin in. I'm sorry. This nigga that got me riled up. And the only only thing I'm gonna add, I will give Mo this. He is the only person like, like with that much expectation on him. Crazy expectation. He 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 kind of delivered. He delivered. You know what I'm saying? Like he ain't the greatest. He didn't he didn't deliver on that, but. You never see nobody with that much hype at that young of an age to be like a superstar the way he is. You know, Sims, like Sebastian Mayo Delphair, at? Where OJ Mayo at? Where OJ Mayo at, uh, Sims? He's somewhere in China giving niggas 50, but like he in China giving niggas 50. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a little different. So, no, so I, I, I love the conversation though. We're gonna, we're, we're, we're gonna have, we're, this ain't gonna be the last time we doing this, you know? <laughs> but, but, uh, before we get up out of here, man, we I want I want to get y'all predictions. I want to get y'all real quick. Y'all think what y'all think about the Brooklyn Nets with Kyrie 
James Harden, Kevin Durant. Bro. I heard, I heard, I can't remember which one of y'all said, but y'all said y'all don't like uh, Kyrie and Harden on the floor together. That's that was crazy. me. That was me. That was Chris. That was me. See, I, I, this, this, I'm going to tell y'all my, my prediction. I think they're going to make the finals this year. They're going to lose to the Lakers. And then I think they're going to win like two rings. That's fair. Like, I, I, don't, I, that, that, I think like they they going to, and they like they'll lose. Then they'll lose like on the third. They, they'll be, let's show be like the Miami Heat. Like, I don't think yeah. nobody really going to choke. I just think AD and they just, AD just going to kill them in the finals. Like, they ain't going to have no answer for them. They're going to lose. But they're going to. They're going to start clicking. I think it's going to work. I think you can't have three players that good on the same team and not win. Like, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's cheating, for real. That's, yeah, that's my – ridiculous. I ain't even thinking that hard into it. I'm just mm-hmm. looking at them three players, and th- especially how James Harden come into it, like, without mm-hmm. an ego, it looked like he just want to play point guard. But I don't, I don't know. You know how this – you know how it goes, Sims. You know how, you yeah. know how this go. I'm going to yeah. come over to this team. For the first, you know, for the first little bit, 20, 30 games, I'm gonna do what I gotta do. I'm gonna show y'all that I'm, I'm a game player. I'm gonna sacrifice. But bro, the reason why they not gonna win this year is because you have to. It don't matter who you playing with, Zims. It could be 10 cold motherfuckers on the same team. Somebody gotta be the somebody gotta be the guy. And until both of them realize, like, yo. Now they know Kevin Durant. They, like bro, at the at, they've been in close games probably like four or five times. Gee, KD probably took the last shot like once. I'm like, bro, what is wrong with y'all? Give KD the ball. KD should take the last shot. And I'm one of the proponents. Like, I believe that KD is the best score I've ever seen in my life, by the way. I don't discount KD. I believe that he's one of the best talents I've ever seen. The dude could drop 30 with a broken leg. You see dropping 30 and 40 on the kill. Of coming back off of me, but they, you got to realize, like, how D Wade was like, you know what, Brian, we're gonna go as far as you take us. They got to put that, they got to go ahead. And, J- James Harden is doing it, but Kyrie, come on, man, you know, he Kyrie special claw, but he gonna shoot till his arm fall off. He's from that Kobe school of Kobe school of hooping, bro. He believe in himself more than he believe in anybody. That's why they're gonna lose this year. But I'm with you when they figure yeah. that shit out and they get a center and play some defense. That's I what I'm saying, nobody. man. Chris, what do you think? Nobody. Um, I agree with you, but my my issue is or my not even my issue. We've seen this before. Every time there's a super team that's put together, they always lose the first year in. Yeah. The Lakers when they got GP and Carl Malone. <laughs> they called them a big three. All right, man. I don't know. <laughs> hold on. Hold. That's a big four. I feel you, Val. Niggas crazy. The the Miami Heat when they put their big three together. They lost, right? When we get the situation in Cleveland, when they get Kyrie and Kevin Love and LeBron, they lost, right? This is the first time with the Lakers situation, not even with the Lakers situation. They didn't, they, well, I got AD, this is first year. But when he got, when LeBron went to the Lakers and they had Lonzo and Josh Hart and all of them, LeBron got injured. They didn't make the playoffs, whatever, whatever, whatever. So we've seen this, we've seen this before. Like we've seen this pattern before. You put the best talent around, and then something happens. What and we try to figure it out all offseason. What happened? What is gonna come down to? They're gonna make the finals, but Steve Nash is not ready to be a championship winning coach yet. He doesn't have the experience. He don't really got nobody around him on the on the Nets coaching staff. That's one championship. D'Antoni ain't won. Amari ain't won. Who else he got over there? Coach, you feel what I'm saying? Cheeks. 
They, yeah, <laughs> like when Steve Kerr came in, he had he had he had some folks around. He had Gentry, he had Mike Brown. They kind of already had the infrastructure, and they and they was already Mark Jackson's team. So the Nets got what it takes to get to the finals. They got what it takes to win it, but they not they not ready. They, the only champion that's on that team right now is is Kyrie and KD. Kyrie don't know if he want to play, if he want to retire and be a social justice warrior. KD don't know if he want to be number one or he want to be number eight. You feel me? It all depends on how he feeling that night. But we said something on the show the, the other day. Top five in minutes. Why is KD top five in minutes off of an Achilles injury? Y'all begging for him to pop it. Y'all better. Y'all begging for him to pop his Achilles again. He not. He don't need to be playing that much. And James Harden ain't won no nothing. Nowhere that he's went. So it's got to be like the perfect storm in order for them to win the finals, especially against the Lakers, dog. Boy, they don't play. I forgot another one. Even with the Clippers first year in, we said the Clippers was gonna win the championship last year. What happened? Yeah. Not a damn thing. I agree with you, Chris. I do believe that that coaching staff in Brooklyn, I think is just cheeks. I don't know. They're not ready. Like who, or who there is telling them guys like, yo, y'all got to play some defense. Y'all can't be giving up 140 every night, bro. Colin Sexton look like the next coming of like well, Allen Iverson. No, they got crazy, the 2000 bro. Phoenix Suns as their coaching staff. He was going nuts though. Defense? No, that Colin Sexton shit was crazy though. Like, yeah, it was, was crazy. He was, hit, like, <laughs> he was getting fouled and everything. Like, that shit, like, that was just some crazy <laughs> shit that happened. But that's I him though. That's him that. though. That's him though. He was doing yeah. that when he was in college, when they was, when they was down what? Four players, five, when they played three on yeah. five, four on five, whatever it was. That's his mentality. Like, he's, he's been that. Like, I wasn't surprised. And yeah. I wasn't surprised that the Nets let them do that because again, when we see big time talent, they expect, People just come in the gym and roll over off a of namesake. No, nah, bro, y'all finna get everybody best shot. Everybody picking y'all to win the finals. We finna come out here and bust y'all ass. Uh, we finna make y'all win it. Don't get it twisted in the playoffs. They gonna they gonna they gonna they gonna steamroll through everybody in the playoffs. We'll probably until the Eastern Conference Finals. We'll see. Philly got something Philly to say looking, about it. Philly looking. They all look right. good. Philly looking all right. They look good. But uh, we on we on here. Uh, last last thing we gonna get to. I just want y'all real quick Super Bowl pick. We all got. Chiefs. I will run it back. I will never, ever, ever, ever bet against Tom Brady. Buccaneers gonna win. You're smart. You're a smart man, Mo. I like everything. The Chiefs <laughs> should win. The Chiefs should win by thirty. Like you know, they like, should. They should. The Chiefs. Like if I'm just gonna say, check it, it out. Like, the Chiefs. The Chiefs gonna win. But I would like I gamble. I got sports gamble all the time. I'm not betting on that shit. Like <laughs> gonna, gonna win. Like that shit probably, that dude probably gonna win, man. Like the crazy shit gonna happen. That dude probably gonna win. I wouldn't dare bet against him. Like I haven't I ain't bet on I ain't bet on the Bucks. The how whole, we gonna uh, how, how we gonna say to how we just gonna say in the last segment that super teams never win it the first year and then y'all turn around and pick a super team to win it the first year. Because Tom, he different. He's born in the major. Championship last year. The Chiefs. What they didn't did play they, Tom Brady. Wait, hold up, hold up, brother. Hold on, big dog. Uh huh. Did they roll the 49ers? Like were they winning wire to wire? No, they was losing the first half, and then the Chiefs do what the Chiefs normally do. They do what the Warriors used to do back in 2015 and 2016 and 2017 and 2018. They wait to the third quarter and then they hit that. They put you, you seen Fast and the Furious. They wait to the third quarter and then they press that nitrous button and it's over with. 
Chris, who, the quarter, who was the quarterback for the 49ers? Exactly. Oh, Chicago. Chicago's own. No, exactly. Exactly. Hey, I, 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 I feel you, Chris. Like, they, they should win. The Chiefs got all them weapons. Like, they should win. Uh-huh. They should. Somehow they're going to probably lose. <laughs> like, I don't know how it's going to happen. 28-3, bro. After I saw that, I don't know if y'all – after I saw the 28-3, and the crazy thing is when I watched that Super Bowl, when they was down 28-3, I literally was sitting there like, this ain't over. A little part of me was like, this ain't over, G. And I I'm saw it with my I'm own a, eyes. I'm a, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. I did not celebrate that win until them clock, that clock said zero mm-hmm. across it. Like, <laughs> I wasn't cheering. I wasn't, yeah, like, we're going to get them. I was quiet the whole game until the confetti dropped, dog. Like, I'm, like, dude, I'm, I'm scared crazy. of that white man, dude. That's the only white man I'm scared of. Bruh, he's unreal, <laughs> G. <laughs> he's unreal, hey, dog. Like, I, <laughs> she should win, bro. The Chiefs should win. But, I, bro, when you look up, everybody going to have that face. That Everybody going to have that face on Sunday. Like, what? Chiefs, bro. Yeah, man. But, Jeez, hey, bro. this has been great. Man, I appreciate y'all. The first first people I, I interviewed, you know, on my little Jay Sims. I'm gonna have a name for this. But by the time it drops, it'll be a name for it. So I'm working on Jay Sims and them. Jay Sims yeah. and them. You know what I'm saying? Something <laughs> like that. You know, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be something like that, man. I appreciate y'all, man. I got some merch. I'm gonna send y'all. We gonna uh, uh, chop it up. But uh, this is the last question I, I want to ask y'all, man. What do what do y'all got on the horizon? What y'all see? for the Hitman podcast coming soon. Do y'all got anything coming up or any guests y'all want to speak about or anything? Just where y'all see yourself. Where y'all see yourself taking it to the next level? Uh, I'm going to be quick. I'm going to let Chris go because I know Chris, you know, he, Chris to me is the the firepower behind a lot of this. But um, honestly, we are in, we in our beginning phase, you know? So, as I mean, we were like 35 episodes in, coming up on 35 episodes. So, I mean, that's a blessing in itself, but we just getting started. We just at the tip of the iceberg. So we just gonna keep creating, man. Um, be on the lookout. We surprise people with some of our guests already. So continue to be surprised, right? Cause we gonna do what it, do what it takes to make it, to make what we got going on happen, G. So um, that's just for me on my end. I know Chris, you got, go ahead, hit him with the rundown. He got Chris. I mean, I'm gonna awesome. keep, keep, keep it short. Like we we want it, we want it all. You feel me? I feel like more and I are, are De facto members that are doubted as well. He put it. He put it right, in perfect right. terms. When we still went, when people was like, "Oh yeah, it's just gonna be a podcast," you know, a start and stop, whatever, like everybody else. And then boom, we hit y'all with Happy Pondexter. Boom, we hit y'all with Scoop Jackson. They're like, "Yo, what? Oh, y'all for real? Y'all legit?" And these people that's close to us, you feel me? These people yeah. like went to school with friends. They're like, "Yeah, all right, whatever, for like, we'll all right." But boom, like, damn, y'all on that? We want, we want to be. In the conversation, when you're talking about the greats, when you're talking about taking it to the strat, like as far as it can go, right? Because whatever in life is worth doing is worth is worth going after and shooting for the stars. So we're trying to take it all the way to the top. We got more target practice interviews coming down the pipeline. The sneaker rundown finna get beefed up. We got uh some merch coming. We got the website coming. We're gonna send you some stuff too, big dog. Like yes, sir. 
game recognized game kings understand each other. So we're going to continue to help and support one another, big each other up, champion each other to make sure that when it comes down to them talking about the greats of greatest of all time, it's going to be the reason to doubt. It's going to be the hit me podcast. We're going to be getting awards. We're going to be on all of that. I'm talking about. And then I want to sell out. You dig me? I want to be. I, want, <laughs> I like that energy. I like that energy. I got my paper and I was gone. I want to do. I want to do Buick Lacrosse commercials with Shaq. I want to do State Farm commercials. I want to be the fake Chris Paul. I want all of that. You feel me? Yo, but no. On a, on a, serious, on a serious note, though, Sims, bro. I do want to. Before we get up out of here, I want to commend you, bro. I want to give your flowers while we here right now on this platform. Straight up. I seen you from the beginning. I don't think we was really communicating. I mean, we 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 seen each other around, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Just hooping yeah, yeah. and hooping and all of that type of stuff. But um, I saw the platform that you created. I saw it from what it was and I see it for what it is now. And the things that you've been able to do in a short period of time, to me, is amazing. It's outstanding. I, I really want to commend you on Keep going, keep doing it, JJ, because like I see certain people's work and I see your work and it's, man, it speaks for itself, G. Your videos, the editing, your team, like y'all look like a real close group Hard of people. Hard body, yes sir. Continue yes, to sir. You know, keep grinding, keep moving, keep pushing forward, Jody, because we need people like you. So I um, just want to get your flowers while you're here, bro. It's like, man. thank you, G. Man, pretty, appreciate that, man, appreciate that. I get better at taking compliments like that, man, you know. Uh, it's not a compliment. That's real that's life, bro. It's real, real life, talk, bro. I stay see, you. Bro. Stay yeah. you. Stay genuine, bro. People, people can tell when you switch it up. Definitely. 1,000%. Yeah. People that, can tell when the authenticity disappears. And that, that's what I like to hear from you, too, you know, because the whole thing, the whole reason of doubt, it come from the doubt. You know, like, my look, my slogan is I came up with just because they couldn't do it doesn't mean you can't. You know, that that's a Absolutely. real thing. You know, me, I, I got... I, 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 went to, I went to school too, you know, I, I played ball in school. I got 12 hours away from my degree, but life, life hit me, I had to get some money, you know what I'm saying? Like school, I'm the college dropout. Like I got a communication, uh -huh. I, I'm gonna go back and get it, just go just get say it, I got it. Go back and get but, it. But the thing is, I, I commend y'all, I appreciate y'all just for giving the platform, for y'all coming on my platform, you know what I'm saying? For you to say that about my, give my platform some, some validity, you know, for what I'm trying to build, you know, I'm just trying to do the right thing. And I, I, I see what y'all doing and y'all podcast is super legit. You know, it is y'all way more professional than us. We we a whole bunch of crazy nah, crazy young. <laughs> no, bro, game recognized game, bro. Game recognized no, game, bro. Y'all no, kids are hilarious, G. Everything y'all got going on, I love it, G. I love y'all platform, bro. No, Real talk. That's, that's what we just trying to do, and that's what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to connect with people that's trying to build with the good energy, you know. Like this ain't gonna be the last stop for us. We're gonna definitely keep building, you know. Uh I appreciate y'all for coming on here, man, chopping it up with me. Uh, when it's Corona over, we're gonna do a lot more stuff in person. You know, yes, man, I, I just appreciate y'all, man. Make sure y'all give give everybody y'all socials and everything like that, so they can hit you up. You know, the Dallas, we we building a nice little fan base. You know, coming along. Uh, yeah, just get giving your little, giving your socials, giving your platforms. You know, it's on you, Mo. All right, yeah. Well, so you can follow me on um, IG. So it is M-O underscore Sal one. So Mo Sal, Mo underscore Sal one. And then I am on Twitter. I am currently trying to take new Twitter names. 
uh, because I didn't have this name since it first started, but it's Smoking Ace One with two Ks. So um, Smoking Ace One, no G at the at the end of Smoking, but Smoking Ace One on Twitter, and then of course um, the Hitman Podcast. We on all platforms at the Hitman Podcast. Uh, go ahead, Chris. So on all social platforms, I'm at labeled and known. It's one word, labeled and known. Besides that, man, y'all hit us up. Check us out each and every week. When you hit an MVP chant, you already know it's the most valuable podcast in the world, the Hitman Podcast. Hit us up in the mailbag if y'all got questions, comments, concerns. Y'all trying to get some cash giveaways popping, whatever. The Hitman Podcast at gmail.com. Again, my brother, my partner, he's at Mo underscore Sal one. Smoking Ace one on Twitter. Yes, sir. Hey, we got to get Joe Jack on a, on a sneaker rundown at some point. And that's bro. why we got yes, to definitely <laughs> in the background. See them sneakers in the background. Then we didn't get to talk about the yeah. woo-wop and bams. That, that's my favorite. Uh, yeah. That's my favorite saying. <laughs> you know, but, yeah. Uh, I am Jay Sims, the Supreme Pie Guy. You know, one-fourth of the Reasons yes, Out Podcast. You are watching now. I got to come up with a name. You know what I'm saying? I'll name this later. But, uh, Thank y'all for coming on. And like, I'm going to end it on this just because they couldn't do it doesn't mean you can't. This is Reason Doubt Podcast. Thank you for listening, man. Man, appreciate y'all. Uh, we go. Uh, appreciate it. Appreciate it.